Alright, boys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. We pump these out every week. And these are your hosts, Sebastian and Henry. We greatly appreciate you guys tuning in to the episodes. We really do. And also, guys, uh, if you guys don't know, we also have an Instagram account called the I Boys Podcast. Make sure to go and follow us, and uh, we hope you guys really enjoy this episode. Alright boys, today we have a, another special guest like always. We have a uh, former MMA fighter fighting out of uh, Piguataga. He is now a model and actor. Uh, he goes by many names, but uh, Wataga, we call him the Shredder. <laughs> Anthony God, bro, say what's up. Thank you, thank you for the introduction, Henry. Yeah, I do I do a lot of things. I, I dabble, I dabble. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, sir. <laughs> Um, yeah, man, uh, I'm very happy that you're here, man. Very, uh, pump, very excited. Uh, I, I think you're, you have a lot of things that I think the audience would be very intrigued in listening and hearing what you're about, man. Yeah. I so, jumped into a lot of scary shit, huh? Yeah, man. I don't choose Jesus. the safest R- options. Risk taker, man. That's yeah. A lot Isn't of people, man? I mean, it's interesting taking risks. Like it's all about life. That's, I think that's life in general. You got to take risk, do what you got to do. Yeah, do what you love. No, yeah, for sure, man. Uh, if you guys don't know, and obviously, uh, Anthony, he trains out of the same gym as I do. That's how we met. Uh, we trained under uh, Juan Tatum. He owns uh, Peak Wataga. Shout out to that man. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's how we met. I started jujitsu about two years and a half, two years and a half ago, and that's where I met Anthony, man. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. The the, the gym is is where we met, and it, and it's honestly where where i i learned a lot about myself it's really where i where i where i grew um and you know i, I got like a like a, a second family for a while oh um, yeah for sure because i started back in like 2015 right when i graduated call uh from high school graduated i haven't graduated college yeah. yet <laughs> but um right when i graduated high school i was i was i found i found peak um and ever since then, it's been, I mean, even now, even though I'm not training at the gym because of all this COVID stuff, right. uh, just because I don't want to risk it because I have a lot of people at the house. Um, even now, I mean, I'm still training on the heavy bag. I'm still doing drills at the house. Like, I'm, I'm missing the gym. I'm missing the training. The but. chaos. That's why I, I, I call it just the chaos, dude. Oh, getting yeah, choked it, out, getting fucking manhandled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it it's... It's chaos, and I think there's beauty in it too. Oh, there, man. There's, there's, there, whenever you see somebody that just is so slick, but then you see somebody that's just like a monster. Like it's, mm. it's two sides of that yeah. of, of of jujitsu. There's very physical, very aggressive, and there's very graceful and very smooth and technical. Yeah. It's just, it's. Did it's, you guys ever like go against each other? Oh, we have to. Yeah. You have to. Whenever have you're at to. the gym, you always have to. Com- I mean, you're. All, it's just kind of next in line. Yeah. Isn't it? There's no like. Yeah. There's when, no, you, when you make that fucking eye contact, when you make the eye contact, it's like, oh, you ready? Because your go. coach like does the. I know you tell us about it all the time. Your coach makes us like get in a circle or somewhat. Oh to yeah. Do oh, that's that's at the, that's the the match in the middle at the end of, of training. Usually, it's it's oh, awesome. It's oh, usually dude. like 
we've already we've already done our technique we've already been rolling for a couple hours rolling is like when you train against each other and like yeah. you know compete for like two three minutes um and they usually set up like two or three matches that one or coach one will pick like one or two people out at a time or sometimes he'll pick like one person and be yeah. like okay right pick your you know pick who you want to go against and then they just have like a we just have a match in the middle yeah. like we treat it like competition yeah. like and that's yeah. just the kind of what he instills in us that's that's what i like about coach one coach one that's in it I've heard a lot of people don't like that style because it's kind of rough. But man, I love it's, it. It's it's only rough if you 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 break if you're not mentally tough yeah. enough. That's the thing. Yeah. He's not. He's really not that harsh. Yeah, he's not. He's just not gonna go easy on you. That's the thing. He's somebody who's gonna push you to your limit because he knows what it is. He can see what your potential is. He knows where you can go to, but only if you push yourself to that level and you're willing to allow yourself to go there. And that's what he breeds by having the matches in the middle and he wants competitors he doesn't want people to just kind of sit there and be around even his older folks because he knows that the competition will only make them better people yeah that's crazy no that's that's true that man always calls on me man all the time like, if i'm looking the other way henry i'm like fuck i'm like hey man that might be a in, good sign man no he it sees, is he sees potential, i mean man. I, I i always tell everyone like um Every time before jiu-jitsu. And I've talked about... I don't know if you remember this, bro. I've talked to you about this. Like, I get super nervous before class. All the time. And I think it's because I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. I'm ready to, like... Because it's not easy to go into the mats and fucking... You know what I'm saying? It's hard. And that's how you know where you're supposed to be. The, that the, the biggest lesson I've learned so far in my 23 years of life... Ooh, my yeah. fucking... No, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like in, my, yeah. in, my, in, in, my, in my wisdom, my 23 years of wisdom is that... We grow the most in our when we're the most uncomfortable. When it's scary but just a little bit exciting, mm. that's when you're in the pocket. Jujitsu, yeah. fighting, shit. Now modeling, acting. Yeah. I fucking. I was. I was even doing some. Uh. I was doing a lot. Of, even me and my me and my girlfriend. We've been doing a lot of more meditating and going into a lot more Eastern medicine and even looking at Buddhism and stuff. And oh, that's, that's kind of scary because I was raised super Roman Catholic. So it's almost like sacrilegious to go look at other fucking like even spiritual practices. So even that is like kind of like, okay, all right, that's kind of scary. But yeah. I'm, I'm interested in what they have to say, at least. No, for sure. That's uh, very open minded. And, for, you know, for people like I mentioned before, um, you were famous, uh, famous. You were a former. Not what? yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But you're a former <laughs> MMA fighter. As I said, I, I just called you the shredder for a reason. But uh, you're a former MMA fighter, but uh, you don't do that anymore. And uh, I would like to. Well, like one, one thing before Henry, like, because I know, like, this is basically my first time meeting Anthony. I just wanted to know, like, how did you get into MMA? Like, how did you get into fighting? Like, what sparked that in you? Um, well, so like when I graduated high school, I was, I mean, in, in high school, I was in football. I was in, I was in a lot of competitive things in choir, show choir, where you're like singing, dance and shit. But that was even competitive back then. Um, and I did track and field. I was in a lot of like competitive, competitive things. Mm. And then whenever high school stopped, I like, I just went to like community college because I was like getting my credits because before I went to whatever school I was going to, but I didn't want to just sit there and like work out. Like there was no drive there. There was no competitive drive. I didn't have anything to push me mm -hmm. and I loved fighting. I just loved watching fights and my mom wouldn't let me train in jujitsu before when until like until I was 18, like a lot of the decisions I didn't get to do. Like she was like very much a, a Mexican mom. She yeah, was like, yeah, it's yeah. my house. But yeah. when I became 18 and I had enough money to like 
go afford training because it was like 135 bucks a month and we didn't have that much to be fair you know i don't think we could have afforded it <laughs> even if i wanted to yeah, right um but that's whenever i i fell in love with jujitsu and I think after like a year, I didn't want to fight. I didn't have any desire to. My coach just asked me, he's like, hey, there's a there's a fight. There's like a black tie brawl coming up. I think you'd be ready. Because I'd been doing the the kickboxing and stuff like that because I wanted to feel like a fighter. Mm-hmm. I always said that. I just wanted to feel like one of the yeah. fighters and spar with them. I wanted to just get to spar with them. And he's like, you've been doing well in the sparring. There's fights coming up. Do you want to take a fight? And I was like, uh, uh. And then he's like, I think you would win. And it was more of just like yeah. when he said that, I was like, "Oh, you think I could win that fight?" Yeah, it was was more of just Hyping like you up. it was just more of like, "Okay, yeah. hold on." You're like, shit, <laughs> tell me yeah. more. Hey, hype me up, man. Yeah. Hype me up. Yeah, let, let me let me know what yeah. you think. Um, and that's crazy because my fighting career is actually pretty tragic. That's the only fucking fight I've won. My trick, my career was that was the first fight I won in my mental health, like my mental like attitude going into the cage i could never build it up correctly i I lost five fights back to back to back and the craziest thing about those fights you probably remember it i uh, the history of my fights is i'm winning until i lose it's straight up it's just like the last the very last fight was with this guy what edgardo guzman edgardo guzman i in the first round i get choked out in the first round the i think the very first punch i land sends him to the cage wall as in, he's standing up. I punch him with the right hand. He sends. To, he ends up at the cage wall, and I still don't. I mean, I don't capitalize because I mean, at the end of the day, I, I realize that you know, I I don't like to hurt people, and mm. even I'm and, and I'm my 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 mindset's kind of changing a little bit. Like mm. as I've gotten a little bit older and I've been hurt a little bit more, <laughs> my my capabilities to hurt people has gotten a little bit higher. But I mean, in that same regard, I'm not a maniac. My my desire to take care of broken people has also gone higher because I've been hurt. Yeah. So like it's been a, it's been this weird little journey because like in my head, like after that last fight, I was like, man, I've gone one in five in fighting. As much as I love this shit, clearly as good as I am in the gym and as good as they say I am in the gym, whenever it comes to the actual shit, my right. brain can't pull it off. Like. Whatever the block is, it's not there. Your mind and body's not connected. Yeah, like as much as much as I want to will myself to do that shit, in actuality, that's not really what I am. Because right. I liked it. Because like I mean, the spotlight's on me. I can feel it. And and at home, I mean, like when I'm in the cage, it really does feel like I'm at home. Mm. So it's weird. It's weird for me to say like that's not the right place for me when it feels like home. But. It's one of those things where, like, I'm not, I don't think I was meant to really break people down. I feel like I was meant to build people up, but I don't know. As of, as of, like, the past, like, two years without it, without competing for a fight has been really weird. It's been like, it's been like this little itch in the back of my head. It's like, no, 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 let, let's still, let's still keep going there because now mm-hmm. I'm kind of thinking in my head, like, no, I could fit, I could, I, I, I don't actually mind hurting somebody. They're signing up to hurt me. I don't mind. So now in my head, mm. you're saying former fighter. In my head, I'm thinking future fighter. I think mm-hmm. maybe my oh, time's shit. just not right now. Right. I'm thinking I just need to keep training, keep learning, take a second. I'm just not meant to be competing right now. Right. Right now, I just need to keep growing. And honestly, maybe take a little bit more punishment and learn a little bit more about life to be able to actually go out and 
go into a cage and hurt somebody enough to win a fight. That's what I'm thinking because, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. No, yeah, how I like you saying all that made me think of like maybe your body's ready but your mind isn't you know like in the way of you're growing your mind you just speak you just talked about buddhism and all that maybe that i don't know maybe that can help you you know oh Uh, yeah really building that mind up you know what i'm saying what do you what do you both because y'all both do jujitsu and you were fighting more in different styles like what do you think what do you think is a good preparation, like mentally? Like, what do you think someone has to have to be ready for that type of stuff? Like, what do y'all think? Or Henry, you tell me. What do you think someone has to have in their head? Like, what, what, what's one thing? They I have don't to got be ready it, bro. For? I told you, I lost five fights back to back. I still don't yeah. have it. I'm, I'm looking for it. You tell me. Let me. You've competed more than I have. I, I've seen how you go, bro. You, whenever you get choked, you don't go till you pass out. So you have some knowledge there. You, you speak on it, Henry. You let me know what you think whenever you're competing in the middle. Yeah, like just tell me what uh, you have to do to be ready mentally. Because I know you guys said body wise, you might be ready. Yeah. Like when you're like when you're at a tournament, tournament? like like whenever you're there, yeah. what do you, what do you do when you're like? Because I see it whenever even when you lose, it's not it's literally because someone like is about to break your arm or you're asleep. Yeah, um, I really preach. I take that as a compliment, you know, because it lot, is, bro. Yeah, it is. A lot of my teammates have told me that they always say they always say the same shit. Coach Jay says it all the time. I'm not saying I'm not trying to boast because I it freaks me out because I don't I'm weird when I take compliments, but they would say <laughs> I'm a I'm a fighter I don't like I hate losing, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a type of guy it sounds corny as fuck is like, um Will and Jorge, I we're not supposed to talk about training but they always say like um Henry just doesn't stop, Henry doesn't stop and it's just my mentality is as long as it's it's corny as fuck but as long as I'm breathing I'll keep going, you know what I'm saying? Because Cause how I see it is like shit. I'm not gonna fail. I'm not gonna fail in front of Coach Juan, and I'm not gonna fail myself. More importantly, you know what I'm saying? Cause I've lost. I, how I see it, I've lost too many times in my life. You know what I'm saying? So let me like that's why I guess in the middle I prove myself like I'm not a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm it's not like that. Yeah, I've lost everywhere else. I'm not losing here. Is that yeah. what you should tell yourself? Yeah, I just like um. I know how it feels to lose, and I fucking hate it. You know what I'm saying? And you so, see that, Anthony, and him, right? Because oh. I've seen, I've been to two of your competitions. Like I see the drive, but like since you went to training with him, it's oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. It that that level doesn't that that's the level that whenever the 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 gi is on, the belt is tied, win or lose, he's going until the timer is done. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the difference. I mean, I, I I'll admit I've, I've coasted through rounds. I mean, I'm not a I I whenever mm-hmm. it comes to it, like in that regard, it, it, it I can get there. Don't get me wrong. It be, it becomes one of those things where I, I have to like dig into a hole of like yeah. no, at the end of the day, if I don't go to this limit, if I don't go to this level, mm-hmm. I'm going to get hurt and put in much much worse positions. And how is that going to affect the people around me? Because I've been fucked up at tra- I broke my fucking foot at training on accident because I was going lightly. Because I was going light on somebody that was going aggressive on me. My foot got caught up in a gi. Oh, fuck, man. Ankle. It was, like my, it was like two years ago and I was like a fucking blue belt. Just because I was fucking chilling with some white belt who was, I thought I was just a little white belt. Da, 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 and I was just... But if I would if I would have just if I would have just taken training seriously for just a fucking second there, you know, it's one of those things where that's the lesson that's learned there. Because ever since then, I I don't I don't necessarily I don't go to that limit each time because I know that my whenever we're in fight camp, like I can't 
you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that you can't push yourself to the bone breaking limit each time because your body will be broken before you get to the fight. So you have to mm-hmm. understand like the management of like, where is the mental limit and where is the body limit? And that's where, that's where it starts to get different between just regular training and, uh, like fight training because whenever i'm not i'm not, I'm not in a fight camp I, I could if i wanted to i could take a whole week just going boss the wall with everybody and if i was broken by the end of the week you know who gives a shit you know i'm not fighting right and yeah. it doesn't affect my work you know because i'm at an office job i mean i don't know how much you know going boss the wall affects your training but or affects your life outside of training but yeah, it, it's it's just a, it's it's a different it's a different mindset whenever yeah, whenever true. you're on there. Even even just the people that aren't competing at your level, getting on those mats, getting into the 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 world of martial arts where you're putting your body in harm. The people that, especially the people that are just like regular parents, they're just like in their thirties and forties that just like mm-hmm. go to jujitsu during the week like four 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 or five times, like. Those are the people that are that that stand out to me in my eyes, because like for me, I see like you know I'm young, I'm trying to like chase something, yeah. like maybe I'm trying to go fight or like I'm trying to look badass. Right. But like if you're in your forties, like jujitsu was hard. That shit yeah. is you don't you don't know how to do it yeah. naturally. It doesn't come natural to your body. You fail a lot. People that are better than you are usually younger than you. Like that shit is like sucks ass. Yeah. It, it does. does. It just sucks ass for a year. It does. Man. But it's, tough. it's beautiful because you're learning a whole bunch of shit and it, and you love it for some reason. <laughs> you, love, best, you love how much it sucks. The best feeling ever I'll never forget is when I submitted someone with the first time. I'll never forget that moment, man. Best payoff best. in the world. You're like, oh my God, I did that. Yeah. Because you've been, cause the first time you do it usually comes after like three months. Yeah. Like, have you done anything like that, Sebastian? Like, anything like martial arts? No, not martial arts. I never was interested. Like, I like watching it, but, like, me mentally, I'm definitely not on y'all's level because I can, I don't feel like putting my body in harm's way. Like, it just doesn't, I see y'all's point. Like, better yourselves, right? Right. But in my eyes, like, I'm just like, shit. You are, you're put every single yeah. time you train yeah. as, as, you know, the gentle art, you know, as it is, as gentle as it is, if you want it to be, you still have potential to get hurt on accident yeah like one thing you mentioned that i always agree with is like growing is when you're uncomfortable like you only grow when you're you only grow when you fail right you learn from your mistakes you get better right like if you're and henry always says this and i agree with too is like when you're comfortable you're kind you're not doing yourself justice Mm -hmm. at our young age when you're older we get it like there's no reason to right like just live your life but like when you're younger we gotta take those risks and who knows like maybe like I watch a shit ton of USC with Henry, so who knows? Maybe I'll go into jujitsu one day. Maybe I'll get that fucking tattoo you always talk about. Coach Juan said to I know you have it because yeah. I just realized that the yeah. red bricks. I, I, yeah, I, I, I look here when I get one one day, but I feel like I'm not worthy. I'm gonna wait a couple years. So. It, it's, I mean, the tattoo itself is, yeah. it means after completion, mm. whatever that means for you. I mean. I know. I mean, I think it. I, I don't know how it is now. I mean, I haven't really been to the gym right. recently because um, of COVID. I, I love everybody at the gym. Yeah. There's no beef. <laughs> I you love just everybody. Says, fuck everyone. There. <laughs> hey, Coach Juan's like, fuck. <laughs> no, I, I, I love everybody at the gym. I miss everyone at the gym. There's right. just there's just too many people around me that I'm. I just I'm not willing to risk. Yeah. Too much. Like, there's yeah. not much yeah, I'm willing to risk yeah. right now there, for them. Yeah. For sure. Um, but I'm still training at home. I'm still doing all that work, but. I forgot where I was going. I got too much in the, oh, stuck the in the tattoo, apology. The, the tattoo, tattoo, sorry. But with the tattoo, I mean, like, 
it was more of like I know for the fighters at least it felt like you had to like get your first fight in and then you could like you were able to um but a lot of it was just like if you just like were really wanting to get the tattoo like I think people just asked Juan like people were just like hey Juan like would you be okay with me getting the tattoo because like it's usually just like the people like the people that get it are usually the people that are just there like the people that you that you associate with the gym mm. the Jays of the world the Daniels, the yeah. Tonys, the the like the the test the people that are the staples of yeah. the gym, or at least are just consistent, mm-hmm. and and love the gym, like because it's more about that. It's more about the like the commitment to the people in that gym. That's what this represents more. It's not just about like oh I proved myself so now I earned the tattoo. No, it's like I love the fucking people at this place. As fucking imperfect and fucking broken as we are, as fuck, because we all we're all misfits at yeah, that fucking place. At that fucking in different <laughs> yeah. ways, in so many different ways. I could talk about that gym all fucking day. Yeah, all fucking day. As little as I've been there in the past couple of years, because I've been in Denton trying to finish the school stuff, and I'm doing this acting thing now. Yeah. It's still such a big part of my life as far as like my growth and like mm. being who. Anthony God is today like that place is the fucking yeah I'd say that's a cornerstone yeah hey shout out to hey, if you guys are listening we love you guys and uh I'll see y'all soon but uh <laughs> I won't <laughs> but the love is still there yeah um so you talk about like okay your career in fighting is that pause at the moment and um and obviously you had to think okay what is what is next you're a very competitive person I've seen it you know what I'm saying and uh but i know you dabbled in acting and modeling and and you're doing activist stuff and you're going out there so what how was that transition from i'm prepping for a fight to now i'm acting and now i'm modeling how was that transition and getting to that surprisingly easy surprisingly easy there's a lot of similarities between fighting and prepping for acting like at least with how I was prepping for fighting, I had to like become a whole fucking different person, and mm. like and for like and it's it's kind of weird. Like I I didn't realize this, but like this this acting side of me, like this this performer side of me, is something I've always had. It's something I always do. Like I'm naturally like louder. I fucking like showboat whenever I'm training. Like yeah. you've seen it at the gym. Yeah. I'm just a little bit more like yeah. showy. I I like to like make people laugh and I like to make people. You're smile. like you're expressing yourself. Yeah, yeah, I just that that's just kind of me. I just like I'm a little bit more extra and like I'm okay with it now. I used to not be like, and that's kind of what it was. I think I was just kind of suppressing this part of me because like. I look back at pictures when I was like seven or eight before I got like bullied and shit. I was like doing Power Ranger poses and like family pictures. Like I was doing like <laughs> silly shit. <laughs> That's good, man. I was like um, learning like to like yourself, like how you are being extra and shit. Cause I know like same issue with you there. Like just learning how to like be yourself is like hard. I think it's hard as fuck. It's or, difficult, bro. Yeah. It's fucking difficult to be yeah, like it's hard. this thing most people think is annoying. But I really like to do this thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's hard. Yeah, it's hard for sure. But like after like, so you mentioned the the contrast or like the similarities of acting and fighting, and specifically what you said earlier is like be someone a little bit different. Like, so how did that upcoming? Like, I know you said it's easy, right? Like it was surprisingly easy. But how yeah. did it start? Yeah, I mean, it's because it, so how it started was um, it started with just like commercial modeling. I was like, hey. 
I'm a pretty good looking guy. I'm pretty fit. Look at me. Let me just see if I can. Yeah. It was a little cocky. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, yeah. I was a little cocky. I was like, yeah, I know I'm pretty good looking. I know at least I have a body. Like, you know, I've got a fit body. At the very least, they'll, I'll get, I can get some, maybe some extra cash yeah. doing some sports commercials. And all my friends are actors. And I think I, yeah. And what happened? I just gotten broken up with, with like my long-term girlfriend at the time. And, mm. um, of like four years. And I was like, fucking, I, like, I went for like on a tear for like a couple months. You know, everybody does after their first big break. Right, 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 right. And I was like, I'm going to be a model. Like, and all like all this random shit. It was just like a bunch of, of that, that energy right. basically bled into this. Mm. It basically was like the catalyst of like me, like being like, you know, fuck it. I'm going to, it's going to, why was I being safe before? I was like being super, super safe in that relationship. I was like, let me just do like, I'll just get like a journalism degree and I'll do this and da, 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 da. But you know, it's not really what I want to do, but I'll fucking do that shit because it's safer safe. than what the other shit is. Yeah. But that kind of like, I realized that like, you know, it's fuck it. Like it's my life. I'm going to fucking yeah. do what I want to do. I should have been doing it from the jump. What yeah. the fuck is this? Like, fuck, I'll, I'll do this. Let me try this shit out. You think, I'm sorry, maybe, uh, you think your past relationship was kind of like clouding you or holding you back from that? Like releasing the true aunt? I mean, I'm not, I'm not one to fucking shit on my ex. Like that's not the kind of person I am, but oh, okay. I mean, I really, I mean, I wasn't my full self. I didn't realize it. And that's not really, you know, the, my ex's fault. I mean, it's more of my own. I allowed that to happen. You know, yeah. it was more of just like, Hey, I need to, I need to do this versus anything it's, else. It's crazy that. What happened to you, obviously, that sucks, but, like, you lost that, but you gained so much more. Yeah, I mean, and even, and now I'm in, with literally, with the love of my life. Shout out, Elissa Rodriguez, love of my life. You're going to see this later, and we'll yeah. listen to this later. Shout out. But uh, she That's is, adorable. Literally, quite literally, bro, it, it's kind of weird. She's, like, literally the <clears> only <throat> person I think could, that could match and at least handle this fucking crazy energy. Because, yeah. I mean, I'm... You can tell I gotta like I talk a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I talk yeah. really, really fast, but it's so much worse at the house. <laughs> but it, it it really is like a. I, it was just like that summer of 2019. The summer of 2019 was just like a like a really like a life changing experience essentially. Just like growing and and just allowing myself to really look in the mirror and be like, let's start living how that guy wants to not what everybody else is saying because that's always been my thing even with fighting that's kind of why i was even failing with fighting like mm -hmm. i mean i'm never i mean i guess he's gonna hear this now but Juan, coach Juan would tell me like like we need to find like your like the you like the darkness and you need to get like you need to be able to get to that level where you can hurt somebody and i was trying to do that and that just didn't work in my brain and we even we even figured it out like it was like okay like that's not working like let's go to the the game plan and it really like let's go to like playing it like treating it like a game treating it like it's like ufc4 or something like that like i got <laughs> like he's the he's he's got the controller in his hand and i'm just like the fucking avatar yeah, yeah, you know yeah, and like yeah. even that didn't work but like at the truth of the matter is and i didn't want to fucking admit it to him at the time which i just i'm fucking i'm not good at hurting people oh i just fucking <laughs> i just like but like i'm not good at that shit yeah like i'm good at the techniques but when it comes to like mm. i need to do I need to hurt you to to do my job. I'm not good at that yet. Right. What were the first steps you took to pursue like the acting slash modeling stuff? Um, it was uh the summer. It was that summer. I went actually to Utah, um, and visited my friend Walter because he was considering modeling as well. He was like, "Yeah, let's get some like let's get some checks." So we went up to Utah and did a photo shoot with this photographer named uh, Christina. 
uh, Christina Captures, uh, or Christina, I don't know her last name, but she's Christina Captures on Instagram, phenomenal, phenomenal photographer. Um, and we did a photo shoot together, and it was really good. We ended that, and it popped off on social, and we're like, okay, we can do this shit. So we took those pictures, I submitted them to an agency here in Dallas, mm-hmm. and that kind of got me started. Um, and what got the acting thing started was the commercial stuff wasn't just for like modeling things. It was for acting as well. It wasn't, it wasn't just the one yeah. thing. So I started doing a little bit of acting classes and I started to tap into that because in high school, actually I did a couple, I did a musical in high school. I did a musical in middle school and that show choir stuff. That was I mean, a lot of the, there was a lot of acting like, yeah. in that shit. Right. So like, I didn't realize it, but like even in high school I was acting when I was younger, trying to be a power ranger, trying to be superheroes. Like, when, we're, when you're playing a little kid, playing pretend, you don't know it, but you're really just acting. Like, you're pretending to be whatever it is. I mean, acting is a much deeper craft now that I'm in it and I'm learning this stuff and really trying to, to dive into it than just playing pretend. But at, like, a kid simplistic level, that's all it is. It's me saying for this period of time, oh, shit, I, just, I literally stuck the gum. I was, I was chewing gum earlier and I stuck that shit to Bruh. my fucking... <laughs> Bruh, I, I stuck string. that shit to my sweat fucking sweats. That's gross. Um, but but you, what, was I, what was you, I saying? You were saying like how kids, essentially you were just doing acting. But of yeah, course they, you they were just playing... Pre- yeah, I, did, I didn't even realize it, but it's it's always been a part of my life. I just, mm-hmm. was, I just didn't ever allow myself to really think of it as a possibility. Because when you think of actors and you think of like the most famous ones, right? They don't look like us. Uh, they're not. Okay. They don't look like. <laughs> they don't look I like, mean, I've seen some couple actors. There's like, a couple. Bro. There's a couple. There's a couple Hispanic actors. There's a couple black actors. There's uh, a couple ethnic actors out there that are that are popping, but just a couple. Yeah. So. Yeah. When whenever you're out there and you just see these these line of like super white, super handsome, super attractive yeah. faces. It's like, well, like, and, and now, then on top of that, you're not doing it and you just see a bunch of really talented people around you. Like all of my friends are really, really good at acting. And I was like, oh man, I can't fucking, I can't do that shit. Yeah. Like I'm not good. I can't. If, it starts if, fucking around. Yeah, you. exactly. If, and a lot of it was like insecurity. It was like, if they're good at this age and I haven't even started, there's no fucking way I can even catch up. Like there's no way I can catch up, but throw that shit out the window because i caught up very quickly bro because yeah. like, i and it's all because it's all about who you know and who you end up running into and, and honestly like the belief in yourself because I, I found this acting class the extra mile acting workshop with this guy named glenn morshower he's in um he's he was in 24 for he was like in 24 for the whole one of the show he's in this show called the resident now like he's working all the fucking time and like i was in his class for a couple months now and like I'm hanging now with like the working actors in our class, like the people that have shit that they're they're on shows consistently, they're booking films. I'm getting not at their level, and you know, getting like almost close to like surpassing their level. Not like I'm like not that I'm actually better, but like I like in certain scenes now I can get to like different, way way different levels than what I used to be able to do. Right. Like and, and it's been like. It, that's been kind of like the the wake up call for me of like no dude like if you if there's something that you commit to and that you really focus on because it's not just like that class that I was taking mm. I'm sitting there finding as many different YouTube free uh, things I can find there 
reaching out to my agent, trying to find consultations, I'm going to workshops, I'm trying to find all these different things. Like over the past year, especially this one during the during the pandemic has been like my biggest acting year I've ever had ever. Like right. I got to do I got to do some extra things. I did like a little short film at the start of the year. I'm, I'm I just got an audition for a short film this year. Like that that shit didn't happen at all for the first year and a half. Mm. But it happened in this past like six months, and I think well the the short film was at the start of the year, but. Damn. It's it's been like the 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 more I commit and the more I just sit in the in the in the love of the grind, the love of the daily the, shit. Like uh, Gary uh, Gary Gary uh, V. He yeah. says, "Love the fucking process. Eat dirt, eat shit for the first couple of years, and then you see what's up." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and I'm in a I'm in a very very uh, grateful position right now because like my partner Alyssa, she's she's. She's my sugar mama right now. She's gonna be she's oh, gonna be holding it down. Sure. She's gonna be taking care of she's gonna have a much more she's gonna be basically like the like my broke ass acting stuff will, will pull in a little bit, but she's gonna be the moneymaker, like cause she just graduated this year and, and you know is set with, with her job. So like I I'm in I'm in even in better position than most. Like cause most actors are like, Well Where shit, I need to struggle. I, I'm blessed enough to actually have a stable ground to fucking launch pad off of. What does she do? Um, she, uh, she is an office manager for, uh, for a counseling office over in Corinth. So she just, she's getting the, she's getting moved up to there, uh, in January and that she takes over the position, but she's been there since like, I think like last year, like she's been there for about a year now. Yeah. And she does modeling too, right? Or, well, she just like more like as a hobby, okay. like we just do it together and like we do it for fun or she like finds a photographer to go shoot with. But for more, for her, it's more of a hobby. For me, especially the modeling, it's now more of just like a, if I, if the money's good, I will go do it. Or if I like the photographer, I'll go do it. Like it's more of mm-hmm. a chore almost at this point because I love the acting stuff so much now. So do you think? Um, I know you're still young. You're still trying to figure out what. But do you think like acting and modeling is your purpose? Like it is what you think will. You know, you become like- not not the modeling as much. The acting for sure. The acting is something I could see myself doing at fucking eighty. Like I can't wait to be some old ass man, mm. like like Robert I, De Niro type shit. Fuck yes, <laughs> yeah. bro. I want to be an old ass gangster. I want to be an old ass like evil grandpa i want to yeah. be fucking like twisted and then i want to be fucking oh, sweet shit. i want to be fucking super oh, sweet i want to be fucking like the nicest grandpa ever i yeah. want to be fucking all of it i want to be all that shit i want to danny devito open yes i want to be some goofy ass tiny shit i want to be all of that bro all yeah. of it i'm so excited to do that shit when i'm older and honestly too like that's not only is is like the the acting stuff my purpose i do feel like the martial arts stuff too i also see myself fucking teaching on the weekends like whether it's like a fucking small group when I'm fucking 60, 70 with my black belt, no matter how long it takes me, I might not get it like in a 10 year span. I might right. not be like a, like, you know, on the fast track to get one. I might get it when I'm in my forties or something like that. But like that shit is something I'm going to live with forever. Yeah. You know, like it's too, it's too, it was too integral in my life. It was too much. You know, if I, if I never did that shit again, it'd be a shame, bro. Oh yeah, for it'd sure. It'd be a fucking shame. You, you need that. You need that. You need that jujitsu. You need that stress reliever type shit, you know? Be By the to- way, Ant is grabbing a truly. I'm telling you, baby, one day hey, we're going to hey, fucking get it. Let's get that crisp, uh, that, that sound real quick. Let's get that sound bite. There's Ant. Oh, no. He breaks his nail. <laughs> <laughs> he breaks his whole fucking finger. Ooh. 
The truly way, baby. Sponsor. Yeah. I truly. Yeah, I swear to God, one day. Dude, this, man, hey, this man will cry. I swear to God, he's going to cry. I'm going to record it. I'm going to make fun of him. So yeah. when did you when, when when did your obsession with Trulies first begin? I have it, to know. It was like a fucking joke at first because we were like, oh, we should have drinks for like our guests because that's our goal because essentially we wanted to get guests come in and just have a chill vibe because our goal is to keep it authentic as fuck. But um, then we started drinking Trulies. Our guests started drinking Trulies. I was like, dude, what? You know what will be us if we just made a fucking wall of Trulies? Yeah. Like, of course, <laughs> we have goals for 2021 to make it more of ourselves. But, like, we were like, what makes it us? I was like, dude, we always drink fucking Trulies. Let's make a whole fucking wall of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> One day we'll get sponsored and they'll buy us our fucking equipment. Who fucking knows? Like, better shit. But that was pretty much a joke. But essentially, like, we're racking up, like, at some point at least. But that's pretty much the gist of it. It's yeah. just a joke. Um, Something that I'm interested in uh, talking about real quick. What else? So, you you do acting. You do modeling. Uh, you are also jujitsu. I remember you used to be a personal trainer, and not the moment, right? Oh yeah, I don't do personal training anymore. anymore. That shit was hard. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I'm, I was pretty good at it, but like I was doing the the group fitness training. Yeah, I remember you doing. And that. all those classes are super early in the morning, or like mm. at awkward times in the evening, like from like five to like eight. Jeez. Yeah. Like, and like the pay was like nice. You get paid like fifteen an hour, but like the most hours you could work because of those awkward times was like 20 to 25 hours a week a week but that was to be shared between like two to three trainers yeah so you're really getting 10 to 12 so it's like i can't really justify that shit and it's it's hard to fucking be entertaining at five in the morning no yeah (laughs) Yeah, you do have to have that fucking energy yeah you were a trainer as like you helped them work out like you worked out as in we had like i had like a group of like 10 people that i had to put through like a whole workout like like 10 different like with like a little like step-by-step things like okay station one station two station three like the whole thing it was a whole nine yards yeah, yeah five in the morning dude. i remember that yeah <laughs> i was doing that shit i mean i've done i've done a lot of things i mean a lot of it usually puts a lot of attention on me i realized that that's just something i do fuck it you know <laughs> that's one of my things but like i even do uh i'm even in school for journalism like I'm, I'm going into the school for something completely different where it's putting the spotlight on all these other people um and that's something i still really like i mean i really enjoyed it i even got um i got nominated for one of the the, the stories i did it was about darius tarver we're still um fighting that case he was a unt student who got shot earlier in the year by yeah. police um by the by the dead pd and they're still trying to get uh uh the the jury together the grand jury together and the and the da to finally bring everyone together to get a ruling on this case this happened in like January or February. Like this was at the start of the year. Yeah. Wow. You know, Crazy. like this was this started at the start of 2020, oh, and there hasn't even been like there was an investigation, and then they said they would announce a case, but because of COVID, there's been delays. It's been a whole fucking year, bro. A Damn. whole year, and not a single talk, not even a little shred of justice. Yeah. But cool I, got to, I got to cover that story at the start of the year, and then I eventually became I, I ditched the story part of it because it was. It was too. It was too yeah. late. I just became an activist. I had to stop covering the story. I'm not allowed to cover that story anymore because I just. And in the summer, and everyone was protesting. I was helping pro- organize protests in Denton. I was helping lead some of the marches and stuff like that that were happening over there for DJ. I mean, like, and for the city itself, we had a fucking Confederate statue in Denton for up until like fucking what July, until like July is when is when it got taken down. 
Good shit, you, man. You were there when it was. I, I didn't. I did, it was like super early in the morning. It was like they did it. It was super discreet. The city was trying to be so weird about it. They did it like super early, like four or five in the morning. Barely many any people saw, but I mean they removed it. So okay, they're putting it shit, in the man. museum, which is some bullshit. But we'll talk. That's you know. What are you pursuing, like, as well? Because I know you mentioned, what we were talking, of course, just me getting to know you. You mentioned Twitch and shit. And what do you want to oh, do Oh, yeah. Platform, <laughs> oh, man? fuck. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, yeah, I didn't Twitch, forget, Twitch, Twitch. Twitch is, like, dude. Yeah, so people. here's my thing. So actors, right, we're usually just waiting between gigs. That's usually what it is. It's the waiting game. You audition. You wait. Hopefully you get it. You do. Awesome. You don't. Shit. No money coming in. So... I was thinking, especially because I have Elissa supporting me, this might actually be a chance to do, uh, I mean, supporting us, to be honest. It's because it, I'm still, I'm still bringing some money and I work in AC, but it gets slow in the winter. Um, but with Twitch streaming, I thought it would be a cool way to supplement my income. And I thought I could bring something cool to Twitch. So everybody follows, there's plenty of people that stream video games. Um, and there's a lot of people that have like a little funny quirks to them and all these characters and all these little mm. bits. And I was like, man, like I want to bring something different. I don't want to just show up and just play games and be entertaining because people already do that. You know, like I don't have anything more entertaining than like the better video game entertainers. Right. But I can bring my acting stuff to it because I'm still learning and I'm still trying to get better. Right. What better way to get to learn accents, to learn dialects. To learn how to act tired, angry, scared, terrified, then to grab, you know, a bowl, write down, you know, act like you're scared, act British, act like you're Colombian, toss it in a bowl, grab one of them while you're playing a game, and then while you're playing that fucking game, whether it's online or an RPG or whatever, talk in that fucking voice while I'm playing the game. Damn, man. That's doesn't that sound fuck <laughs> wouldn't that sound fucking cool? That'd be cool. That's, 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 like, that's a great way to practice. Right. Bro. And each and every single day or even every couple hours, I, I grab a different yeah. one. Or if it's one that I don't know, the fans can or the people that are on the stream, they can like watch me learn it. Or they can even fucking suggest one. Maybe I don't mm. even grab them for the ball. Like, all right, what do y'all think I should do next? Now then now I got I got this whole different angle on the Twitch thing, and that's the consistency that I'm gonna bring. That's going to be the new angle that I have. Because I have not seen a single thing like that, I think, on Twitch. Dude, that's really good. The most important part about your idea is it's fucking different, man. It's you bring unique. something different from the table. Because, like, what people have to understand to get into, like, these creative, like, especially Twitch. It's fucking oversaturated with fucking gamers, of course. But you got to bring something new to the table. And that's what you bring, for sure. I've never seen that, at least, when I watched Twitch, I've never seen that. Yeah, because in, cause in my head, I'm thinking, like, I think it'd be fucking, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to have somebody, like, just actively, like, if I just stayed in, if I, especially, yeah. too, I'm going to get better at this shit, too. Like, somebody who followed, like, who started watching me, like, uh, at like when I start and, like, at the end of the year, I think that'd be a really fucking cool experience for yeah. you to talk to them about. Because that's the thing, too. I want to bring a more personal touch to it. Like, if I have somebody who followed me from, like, the start. And then at the end of the year, they're still following me and being like, yo, you changed so much. Like, I want to bring them on the stream. Be like, let's get in a Zoom call on the stream. Let's talk about, like, let's talk about it. You've been here yeah. for a year. Let's meet. You're my fucking fan. Let's yeah. let's fucking meet. I think that there's not enough of that shit. I think too many it's of, so like, man. the people that have audiences online and they build their thing, they don't get to have enough personality and personal relationships with the audience <clears> that they build. Because there's, stand, there's, like, you know, the stands of artists 
that follow somebody for like 20 years, but they never hear a peep. I think that kind of sucks. The stands. I yeah. think that kind of sucks, <laughs> to be honest. That sh- if someone's going to sit there and follow you, buy your things for 20 years, I know it's hard to keep up with everybody when you become like Beyonce level. Right. But like when you're Beyonce level, you got people for everything. Mm. I want to have, if, if I ever get to, if you know, knock on wood or, you know, whatever the luck omen is, if I ever get to some sort of level of that popularity, I want to have a people person who is just like, find my biggest fans and let them know that I care. Like kind of like two, give back, subs, two, give subs. back, let them know. Hey, I want to let you, know, you fuck with me. I fuck with you, bro. Yeah. If you're going to sit I there and be like, you. I care for, I, I want to watch you in this shit. I like all your things. You've inspired me or whatever. You, even if it, even, <laughs> even if it's just something simple, like I just like the movies that you've been in, all the stuff you put out is great. Cool. You've been doing that for, even if it's just like for a little bit, you know, if, the, if, if I'm, if I have the capability to, I want to build that relationship. Damn. That's what life's all about, bro. Even even in the virtual, I thought like some. There's one of my closest friends, Dylan. Um, that we don't even really talk too much anymore. But like we met online, and he's actually one of like he. Well, we met through one of one of our. Uh, we met through his cousin, which was one of my friends originally. But I only would have met him through playing games online. So I always remember that shit because it's like even even though it was online, doesn't mean it's not meaningful. And I think for a lot of kids, especially now with how they have so much access to that shit. Like there's so many like eight to like eight to like 15 year olds who I think are just like lonely and want just a little bit of guidance and a little bit of help from some of these people that are, you know, giving them this content, like not just like the entertainment side of it, Mm -hmm. but genuinely like a little bit of like, Oh, like some lessons to be learned. Cause a lot of these kids, they, they go to these streamers, they go to these platforms to escape like something is they want to be entertained they want they don't want to be in whatever the fucking world is of you know school drama or real life shit yeah, it could be it shit, could yeah. be really really hard shit that you could be helping somebody escape from just by being yourself and i think that's really powerful and people need to be a little bit more aware of that especially no, in the streaming places that's uh that's really interesting man because like fuck like i don't really watch twitch i'm not a big I don't hump on that shit, but like, why I see it, just a bunch of people yelling and breaking keyboards. Really. Well, it's like sometimes they play this act like to grow, but like your idea is completely different because you're intentionally doing that to like bring something different. Because I like the idea, bro. Like, play a character as you're playing a game. Like, it's fucking different, dude. I don't see that shit too. I, I don't see that shit at all. Like, I'm yeah. gonna say flat out, I don't see that shit <laughs> at all. Yeah. But like, it's a smart idea, man. Like, it's especially fucking different. Man. Yeah, I was going to do it 2021. I think I might have to start now. Like, I have to too early. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I know this episode's going to come out soon, so I got to make sure maybe I get it on that shit, at least announce it. Yeah. Do oh, it one or two man. times before somebody takes it. But I really think that's going to be a good idea. I think it's a good idea. I think so. I think it's a and, good yeah, idea. I drink. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Hey, we're going to take a picture. All right, my bad. This dude was fucking pissing himself. Hey, look, man. Y'all gave... Look, if we weren't sponsored by Truly, this wouldn't happen. Yeah, this, <laughs> hey, man. He was getting all hyped up, hey, too, dude, with I'm, all that... It's that piss break, bro. But yeah. no, we were leaving off of, like, what you were bringing new to Twitch. Of course, me and Henry think it's a fucking phenomenal idea. Yeah, for sure, man. Right. We, I, we, I truly believe it's a good fucking idea, but... Yeah, and it might take some time to kick off Steam. Like, you know, because it is different. Dude, you know, like, fucking, different yeah. doesn't necessarily mean good. You know, right. like... People might be like turned off by it at first, but I think as long as I stay consistent, that's the big thing. Like, 
it, yeah. whenever you got something that's unique as long as you stay on it long enough, the right people will come. Is what I feel like. Hey, see, you hear that, bro? Yeah, bro. We, we always believe that, that bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, all we believe it, bro. Because yeah. like consistency is fucking key with yeah. these creative platforms. Because like once you like give up on yourself, like not doing that consistent uploading information or information, uploading content, like people will soon like just forget. Like I think as long as you try your best man like i tell henry and me myself like we we talk about it, like as long as you put work in for your shit it's gonna pay off like, yeah. i believe hard work pays and, we're, off. and we're very obviously we're optimistic when i'm not gonna sit here and say yeah this we're doing sh- this shit for yeah nothing. this shit is nothing this shit can go straight to the trash you know we you know what i'm saying we believe in ourselves and and i like i feel like as, as long as we stay true to ourselves and the audience will pick it up they'll enjoy it for sure man yeah. exactly i mean that's just with anything like the only the only time you really don't have a chance is whenever you stop because all that's going to happen is that you're going to get better hopefully right as long as you're actively working towards what you're working on you know whatever podcasting streaming acting whatever creative endeavor mm-hmm. or just regular real life endeavor the only time you truly give yourself like a stop or a failure is like whenever you give up on it or like something physically enables you to you know like if you're somebody that you know you're now handicapped but you wanted to be a track you know sprinter okay well now you might have to run in the, in the special olympics that could still be your dream it could right. have to be modified or you have to find something else but like that's something that physically you know changed that but if your dream was to be like i want to be a really successful streamer or really successful actor artist painter whatever it is if you sit there and paint for 50 years I'm hoping by year 50 you got something that somebody's going to want to buy. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, and that's not even like that's not even like maybe it will take somebody 50 years, but maybe at year 50 that painting's worth a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the potential is you we really don't know, especially now. How many kids that are fucking under 18 or right at 18 are millionaires right now cuz of fucking TikTok. Yeah. Twitter, crazy. Instagram. Facebook, you know, <laughs> Facebook at first, you yeah. know, for older people. Like yeah, there's crazy. There, there's so much opportunity if you're consistent. And even and there's so much opportunity if you're lucky. Like you you just have to have you just have to have the right look or just have something that's just a little bit unique about you. Something that people will like. And if you can embrace that and really allow that to and, and if it really is you, that's the thing. There's a lot of fakers too. Yeah. That but shit don't really, last. But if it really is you, mm-hmm. And you're willing to put yourself out there on that level, there's no way it doesn't stick at some point. No, that's I mean, that's definitely true. And something I've been struggling with lately, um, is my YouTube channel. Like I stopped, I didn't stay consistent, and it's something I I really enjoy. And I'm that type of guy, I don't like leaving stones unturned. So like I always think about it like fuck. Like this podcast is another extra thing, but I always think about my channel. It's like I mean, some- and I was thinking about honestly. Whenever I reached out to you, I was thinking about that as well. I went to go check on your channel. You were getting views. They were starting to climb. Yeah. Like, that was part of it. It was part of the consistency. It took, like, a year, I think. But that's what it takes, you yeah. know? Unless you have the phenomenal, like, super cool, like, super shareable idea with the perfect look to go with it. Like, that's just how it goes. You have to build from somewhere. So, like, I, I think it's something, like... You know, like how I'm saying, you know, you said former fighter and I changed it to future fighter. You know, maybe it's 
you know, future mm-hmm. YouTuber. Maybe it's just not the right time. Maybe yeah. it just maybe right now it's need I need to focus on the podcast because we're gonna use that YouTube channel to you know attach to this now or you know or vice versa. Maybe now because I've got this podcast, I can go back to the YouTube and it'll yeah. be easier because I already have this podcast audience that already mm-hmm. wants to listen. You know it, it and. And now, and now, maybe you even switched to YouTube. Now it's you and Seabass on your YouTube channel. And now that's the secret sauce that was missing. Maybe it was it was Sebastian. <laughs> Trials and error, man. Sauce. Who knows? I mean, it it overall like a lot of you like why I tell Honey about his YouTube channel because like he wants to keep it separate. Like by all means, like we have our own YouTube channel or like. It's like share right now because we don't post it right there. But like why why I mentioned Henry like and what you mentioned earlier and is like, dude, YouTube takes time, bro. Like these big fuckers, like these big YouTubers, it took them a while. Yeah. I mean, it's just like and that's that fucking grind. I mean, yeah. and that's that's also yeah. part of the algorithm, bro. Yeah. It takes YouTube a year to learn what your content is. Yeah. To know what to send to advertisers to be like, okay, this person like that's what I mean. I worked with this channel. Um, the only reason why I know this, I'm not like some fucking YouTube expert. Like I, I don't like I, I don't make videos. He's in HQ. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm over here talking like I'm the expert. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I just did a project with this guy who does YouTube videos, and he was putting them out for. He he did like he released like 30 or 40 at the start of the year, like 30, 40 YouTube videos, and left them. I didn't really touch them. And then let the algorithm learn the videos because the views just you know, kind of slowly climbed. He had a bunch of stuff that was easily shareable. It's kind of like the you guys know what like Darman, like the super like it's the, the videos are are super like they have a super positive message and they're super easy to understand. But the scripts are kind of the the, the scripts get cringy from time to time. You, you'll I see it when you, you'd, you'd know it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna <laughs> search him out now. He just yeah, said yeah, yeah. yeah. If you just type in Darman, you'll know what I'm talking Darman. about. You, you'll know that he there's a very it's a very specific type of video, but they really are very impactful for people that don't know like that are, that are learning English and stuff like that. But what he was saying is like his stuff is very family friendly, very shareable, and it's super accessible. So YouTube advertisers want to advertise there mm. and he was like so since i'm making this content i'm gonna make it this content at the start of the year leave it it was it wasn't very good quality to be fair like right. he knew it he was like it was it was it was it was good but it wasn't cinematic level like you know he could shoot it but he was like and he's just produce 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 so youtube knows what my content is he had 40 videos on his channel left it up there for a year youtube knows what his channel is now he can start amplifying that next he got offered a partnership um, but he also had like, you know, this guy also has like a ton of connections. So he was able to get like a little bit of a boost early in the views um, for each of those videos. Um, mm. But shout out Romario Facey. That's the director I'm talking about. He has a the YouTube channel Vid Chronicles. If you want That's a plug. Yeah. Vid Chronicles. Uh, that's a, that's what Darman, I actually acted on that. Yeah. Quick question. Is Darman the guy that does these fucking videos like wife rejects husband compliments instantly? Yeah. Regrets it's, that, it's, those types, it's those types oh, of videos. It's those types of inspirational. I mean, yeah. I even did one. I was yeah. a part of one. I was like a part of like military dad finds out kid is gay or something like that. Like you won't believe what happens. Like I was like ended up like. I ended up being a drug dealer who like gets this kid to overdose. Like it, it, in it's, Darman's video. Yeah, not not a Darman video. Oh, okay. It's not Darman. It's it's a guy. It's a it's a very similar type of content. And what was your the one that you wanted to plug? I want to search it up. Uh, Vid Chronicles. That's Vid the page Chronicles. that I was on. Bet. But it's they do the same type of content. But in like for whenever you're looking at it from the outside, you're thinking, "Wow, this is like 
corny as shit. Why are they speaking like that? Right. But what people don't like that's and honestly, I thought the same fucking thing. And I was signing up to be a part of it <laughs> because I knew they had good cameras at right. first. And I'll be honest, if Romario hears this, like that's how I, I mean that's what I was going into it. But like I really do have a new appreciation for like the type of content. Mm. Because for people that are new to the US who don't really know much English and are trying to understand like social mm. dynamics here. That shit's actually super helpful, and I had no fucking idea. Right. I had no idea how helpful that shit actually is for people to understand. Like, oh, that's kind of what, um, like, that's just, those situations are what happens here. I mean, and some of it is just kind of like, you know, Facebook mom content mm -hmm. a little bit, but you got to get paid somehow, you know? <laughs> Dude, that's what we're creating. You got to put yourself on all platforms. And, and is this the is this the channel? Yeah, that's Vid Chronicles, right? There. Yeah, you pulled it up. I'm hey, in the dude, if you, yeah. You'll scroll right. down, if you scroll down, you'll see a kid with makeup. That's uh, Jerry, um, super cool cat. Uh, shout out Jerry Star. He's popping on TikTok. He's like a hundred k, bro. He's like hundred k on TikTok. He said Jerry. Yeah, Jerry. Oh, I hear thing about Jeffrey Star. No, no, not yeah. He's close, right? No, it's yeah. little. It's literally. I think it's like Jerry. Yeah. He's like yeah. his Hispanic Jeffrey Star. He's got he's got a full face of makeup yeah. always. His makeup's popping, bro. Damn. His makeup is always popping. If you like, you scroll down. Go to the go to the uploads. You'll see it. It'll be like the second or third video that was most recently uploaded. You'll see a kid with makeup, and that's the one that I'm in. But that stuff is it's, bro. That that's a. I think I'm I'm hoping I can do some more videos with them because truthfully, like the 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 footage is super great, and knowing what I know now about what those videos are for, I feel mm. good about it. Even if it is, even if it comes off corny to some people. No, yeah, that's. I mean, that's great, man. I mean, you gotta put it, dude. You gotta start somewhere, dude. No yeah. one starts at fucking. No one starts at fucking at the top, bro. Yeah. That's on fact. That's a fact. Unless. I mean, look at us, goddamn it! Look at this setup. <laughs> no, hey, it's gonna transform. And also, do the real quick. Uh, back to like my channel, real quick. The reason why I stopped too is because um. Uh, I kind of like uh, I burned out. And I was kind of like, oh, I got tired of it. And I guess being on a podcast and learning, talking to all these different people made me say, you know, hey, let me get back on it, you know. And I, I do get a little, you know, it gets kind of weird when you record yourself in front of people. People are like, what the fuck? I, that's why you feel like you think they think. But like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it's like it, like it, like a reset, you know, like yeah. you kind of like reset your creative juices during the podcast and stuff. Yeah. I feel that. I understand that. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, and especially with the YouTube burnout, people talk about that all the time. Mm. Like, it's just, it's a grind, you know, whenever you're making videos consistently and like you're running out of content ideas. Like, I mean, I'm sure even with the streaming and I'm sure with any, I mean, I'm sure with this, you'll find like, you'll be like, man, like we've been going at it. But I mean, hopefully not. Hopefully it just becomes like, oh, this is just our shit, you know? Like eventually the, like it gets, becomes a routine. And I think that's what it becomes with everybody. Yeah. It becomes of like, okay, this is my new routine for this shit. I need to figure out how to adjust when I do start to get burnt out. Maybe it is a break. Maybe it's just an adjustment in the schedule, you know? Like you'll figure out what'll work best for you to make sure that this is something you can do consistently if that's really what the drive is, you know? Like, because yeah. it might be, it might only be, you know, every now and then. Who knows? Yeah, no, yeah, because Sebastian and I, we started as a hobby, and I mean, we'll see where it goes, and, uh, you know, obviously, what I learned from you, what you talked about this whole time is, you know, truly, the sky's the limit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, as long as I you have- laugh because he said truly, bro. Yeah, oh, true. yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, hey. Truly. <laughs> he no, said it, dude, just imagine, this fucking guy- <laughs> 
Truly yeah, I didn't mean to say it. Hey, 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 look, at this happened. point, look, <laughs> if they weren't looking for a plug, they got it. That 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 yeah. shit was golden, whether yeah. you wanted to or not. Dude, but it just came natural to you. If, yeah. it, it's, it's, if, you have, if you have something that people can really grab onto and you're willing to commit to maybe it not being caught onto for a couple years, like it might take people a, re- a second to realize what you got. You're gonna be okay. Yeah, for sure. Whether, whether, I'm not saying like wildly famous, wildly successful. Like right. that's just how it is with anything. Like I'm not expecting with the acting stuff. I'm not going into this thinking I'm gonna be the next Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. or my next Michael B. Jordan. I feel like I can get to their level of of commitment to a scene and being able to act to that level at some point. But that doesn't necessarily mean I'll have their career because there's so much more outside of what i control yeah like i could i could be as fucking talented as the fucking i could be the most talented actor in the world and it might literally not mean shit that's just how acting works because the marketing guy for a movie could be like oh no his face is too like asymmetrical like we can't use him like i love the guy he's great his face just doesn't work for the his poster. Face too beautiful. Sorry. <laughs> too handsome. Too no, handsome. Or, or even that. It could be like he's not handsome enough. Yeah, his cheekbones just aren't high enough. That's all the girls tell me, goddamn it. Or like or like yeah, oh, your oh. cheekbones are not high enough, Henry. Yeah. And right? your cheekbones yeah. aren't high enough. Yeah. <laughs> but you just start to let go of that. Like, cause like there's a lot of factors outside of your control when it comes to like the wild success stories of like millionaire billionaires. I mean, there's a reason why. There's only like what, one, like one or two percent. Like, well, like sixteen percent of the population is in that like above like four hundred k range, like or mm. above like U.S. population. Like sixteen percent. Think about it. Like eighty percent of the population is under that four hundred k, and four hundred k is in a like you don't when you think about like wealth, that doesn't seem like a lot, but that's crazy amounts. Like for us, when yeah. you think about it, five hundred k for me is like. A different world, yeah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Or up 400k is a different world. Yeah, that's two different, like two different planets for me. But in in whenever you get past that range, you know that that's a whole different. Getting getting into those crazy numbers is something that's like maybe not in the question for everybody. But in the creative spaces, if you're consistent, like you could support yourself and like make a living. Maybe not a wildly successful one, but you're doing something you love, and that's what that's what the biggest takeaway for me is. Like I hope. That that the acting thing works out to a point where I can at least work consistently. Whether if it's not TV film and I have to go into like theater to support it or whatever, like this is something I want to do forever, even mildly. Even if I'm like a super old, retired, as in like I'm like barely able to get out of the rocking chair, but like maybe I'm just chilling in the rocking chair on stage, you know? Like yeah. I, they just have me there chilling. Mm-hmm. Maybe I, maybe I just get to fall asleep there, and like that's yeah. that's acting gig. Fucking yeah. the yeah, damn, this was good. Like, oh my god, he sat there for like eight hours. Yeah. Look, just he's like, dead. Just took a nap. Yeah, <laughs> like Bruh. some shit like that. Like you know, like that's something I hope I can do forever. I mean, like, and that's the thing with fighting. Like that's something you can't do forever. If you do. Your brain is gonna be destroyed. all mushy and dude, shit. Dude, ants fucking motivating me over dude, here. Dude, I was gonna say that, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to do 25 pushups out of this bitch. No, yeah, for real. Um, that's fucking crazy, dude. Your mentality—that's crazy, man. I need to. Dude, fucking it takes a lot, taker, but it takes a lot shit. to get there. You have to break so you can rebuild and grow it, it, in different ways. 
not just off some breakup shit. That'd be silly. I would, yeah. I, that'd be, you know how dumb, you know how fucking, I would be really, really sad if it was just like, you have to get your heart broken to get, you know, hey, but bro, you, bro. you have to break down in different ways, physically, yeah. mentally, to really understand some of those things. Sometimes it really is. Like for some people, it's like, you know what? I'm going to start running every day. And that's the physical break that they have to go through to be like, oh, I can do this shit. And then you have, I found this um one of my favorite uh, podcasts is like a Dungeons and Dragons nerdy ass shit. I'm gonna hit it. But one of the one of the one of the women on there, she ran a marathon recently, and she's not a runner. She started training earlier this year just because she's like, you know what, I need to push myself in something differently. And then she ran a fucking marathon. I was yeah. looking at that, and I was like, you know what. Man, if I don't start working back out, because I, I I got a heavy bag and a speed bag in my garage, but I didn't really use it that much. My little brother was speed was doing more MMA work than I was for a little bit, yeah. and then I saw that yeah, and I was yeah, like, no. okay, if yeah. my pot, if my favorite podcaster who j- literally just like doesn't really, she's not that like she doesn't care about that shit. She just like does comedy. And if she's going out there and running a fucking marathon, I can, at the very she... least, <laughs> no. do the shit that I like yeah, to do. Yeah, those are, are people. People right there, people like those out there is what I uh, aspire to be, like, inspired. Like, I want to be like those people. Uncommon among uncommon people. I mean, look at David, fucking David. Luna, look what he did. That's oh, fucking, training 500 days that's straight? That's crazy, bro. I, I hit him up, dude. I said, congratulations, dude. You are, you're doing shit that, like, I hope I reach one day. You know what I'm saying? Because... You know what I'm saying? You have one life. Why not do shit that seems impossible? Because, I mean, cause tr- and when you think about it, it really isn't that hard. All he did was, hey, every single day, I'm going to make a decision to do the one thing that I want to do. Because that's, I mean, and it, for him, it wasn't hard. I talked to David about it. Mm. 500 days of training wasn't hard. The injuries wasn't hard. He likes to do this shit. He loves to do this shit. Why not do that shit every day? Yeah, that's what he was telling me. I want to do this shit. Every that's crazy. Day. He was like, like, why, like, it, like all, that's like, crazy. like I have to. He's like, he's like, I have to. It's the grind. I have to. That's it became a cr- job. He was yeah. like, I, like, it's my thing. It's my fucking love to do this shit. That's a mindset you gotta have, man. And that's the like, like act like with the like I, I I think like that with the acting stuff. I do a little bit every day on accident. Right. Whether I want to or not, I oh. find something to do business wise. Mm. I find a scene that I really like. Even when I'm watching TV shows and films now, I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh shit, let me rewind that. He did something really good right there. Or she did something really good right there. Or they did something really good right there. I'm looking at everything and I'm like, holy shit. Like, whoa. You're you're enjoying the process. That's key. If you're not enjoying the process. I love this shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't know I was going to love this shit as much as I was going to. But I sit there and fucking like make up character. I'm like, I'm dramatic as fuck now. Yeah. Ask me. So <laughs> if you If you brought Alyssa on here, uh, you could literally have like a 30 minute episode, but just about all the random fucking bullshit I do at the house of like, I'm like fucking like this, like I just make up random characters, like fucking bro fucking get out of here bro i'm fucking like i'm fucking done with your shit bro like i'm so fucking done like i started just making all these yeah. random characters yeah. at the fucking house you, like if you didn't know me you'd think i was going crazy because yeah. i just like start speaking like i start like like find i'm trying to find like little like mm. scary voices and shit yeah. like some demonic shit it, you know <laughs> That's good, man. Dude. Like a monster, you know. Like yeah, I'm trying shit. to buy all that shit because I love it. I, I just I think it's just so fun. I get to like step into different worlds all yeah. the time. Better than living here, shit. You yeah, know? <laughs> like real. you see that shit with the six hundred dollars stimulus? Is that at twelve hundred? They literally said like, "Hey, we are gonna give you half of what you gave me first time." 
Bruh. Hey, man, <laughs> there's a, there I mean, was a tweet, like, there was a meme with the graph of a guy in Congress, and it just said, fuck the poor. Like, dude, like, <laughs> fuck that the poor. Right. Dude, yeah, I mean, damn. like, look at the hey. countries, bro. We already talked about bro, this, but. red or blue, it's fuck you, bro. That's yeah. what it is. Basically. Yeah, like, uh, Democrat or Republican, bro. It's, 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 it's bad. It's crazy. But, I mean, dude. This man motivated me. Yeah, for you, that's crazy. Mine's no, it's crazy. Like, um, one of my biggest heroes is David Goggins, and I. Every time he kept talking, I, do you know who David Goggins is? I don't. He's know. a guy that says stay soft. Stay. He says stay hard. Yeah, he's a guy that uh, you know, he was super fat. He became Navy SEALs. He had a rough childhood. Um, you have to read his book. It's called "Can't Hurt Me." It's fucking crazy. I think I actually know can't hurt story. me. Hold yeah, on. I'm gonna look him up. Keep talking. Keep talking. Nah, man. But that mentality where you have, man, I think that's fucking insane. Like right there, right? Like just hearing you speak and just made me like truly think that, dude, the sky's the limit with you. You, you're gonna like reach this shit, bro. Dude, I love how you say truly on everything now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, David fucking Goggins. Yeah. I know who you're talking about when he's running and doing those motorbuster yeah. speeches. Yeah, no, he is. He is a different. He is a different animal. He's a beast. I listen and to him every fucking day. Bro. He he is he's insane. He is somebody that that everyone could aspire to. That when it comes to commitment, because that the, well, the biggest thing in life. And 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 thank you for the for that for that compliment, by the way. Like, and and it took a long time to get there. It and it, and, it, and even then, I say long time. Because it feels like one, but I'm thankful that I have found it at 23. Mm. Could you imagine if I waited like another 10 years, like most people do? Like, because I could have finished, I could have just finished my degree here at the in in the spring, and then go into a journalism job where I would do a lot of good. I would help a lot of people and tell a lot of stories, but it wouldn't be what what is at the core of what I was meant to do. And a lot of people know that they're not in what is their core what would make them the happiest you know or whether it's a hobby it could even be a fucking hobby of like i just like to fucking knit on the side but like you know either some trauma or somebody um or some some self-consciousness about whatever it is or you know so the, whatever the blocker is for you you mm -hmm. know like there's so many there's so much internal blockage when it comes to our dreams and our goals that is normally most of the time just some made up thing that's like usually just like some anxiety of like or some thought of like man if I do this I'm gonna look dumb as hell, but if it makes you happy why why does it matter? You're, it's your mind playing games with you, yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? And, like, yeah. and, that, and it took a long time because I mean I've been battling now with anxiety with fucking ADHD I didn't even realize that I had, um and I'm taking Accutane which is like another medicine that's like bringing on a little bit of depression which I didn't even know like how that would even feel like like there's a whole lot of different mental battles that I'm battling now that has helped me understand the shit that's been happening like a year ago right like and like and I realized now like like there's a whole new understanding for the hardships like yeah, the, the sure. bad shit that happened is what is what shapes us in 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 bad ways and good ways yeah it either makes you or breaks you exactly and but but even in that like there there's there's the past shapes our current decisions so like even our even some of our mistakes that we currently make all the time like you can probably trace back to something when you were like fucking 10 
That's the weird shit. Fucking like, Anthony, show me the script, bro. Pull out the fucking script, dude. Dude, this is so <laughs> fucking good, bro. I'm over got a script in his arm, like written down and shit, Sharpie. Dude, this dude yeah. is fucking, I'm listening to this shit. I'm over here like about two of his shit. Like, oh, God. Yeah, no, if I cry, dude, bro. I'm about to say, where the fuck is the script on this, yeah. man, dude? This is so fucking good. No, that's what's and up. It, that's dude, and, oh, dude nah, the I'm audience, speaking from the heart. It's true. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just, it, it, like I've learned a lot from the mistakes that I've made, and I, I honestly I hope people don't have to make them to learn them. If if what I'm saying makes sense to you and it helps you, that's awesome. But I don't I don't that that I that there's a lot of pain and a lot of hurt that comes from the lessons that that we make in life usually. But there's also a lot of a lot of beautiful lessons that you, that don't require a lot of pain, like being loved by somebody who just appreciates you for who you are that's something that's that's nice and easy that's the lesson you realize is like whoa like once you don't realize it till you're in it you're yeah. sitting in it for uh, for a couple months and you're like oh shit like you just know that i'm gonna do random shit and it would normally bug the shit out of everybody else but you're just like oh that's you so you mm -hmm. just get to be yourself that's fine that's a different level of freedom to be around somebody and know that no matter what you do, they already are going to be okay with it. Like that's a different level. And that's something you find out on your own. You'll find out just like as you, as you're, you're mingling through life. Thankfully I found it early, you know, but some people find it later, Damn. but it still comes. It yeah. still comes. That's the thing. Like I, yeah. I think there's too many people on this earth to not have it come, you know? I, yeah. I heard his quote was like, um, uh, I heard this quote where it said, uh, God or the universe will keep hitting you with the same mistakes until you learn it. Oh, 100%. 100%. So, I've, yes, I am a full believer in yeah. that. And I'm a full believer in, in what you say will become your destiny. Mm. What you say, what you believe will become your destiny. Gandhi even says it. Mm. Your beliefs will become your thoughts. Your thoughts will become your actions. Your actions will become your habits. Your habits will become your uh whatchamacallit it's a whole different thing you you gave me too many truly's i can't finish it but yeah. it eventually it eventually leads to it, it becoming your destiny it's a whole different thing like when it starts with the whole thoughts of like if i'm sitting here believing damn i'm 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 annoying i'm small i'm not good at this what i'm doing sucks eventually you're going to believe it. And if you believe that shit, you're probably going to give up on that shit. But if you sit there and believe, you know what? Hey, I'm not where I want to be, but I know if I keep working, I'm going to get to this level. I'm just going to keep learning and I'm going to keep believing in this because I know that eventually I will get to this level as long as I keep working. So as long as I keep working, I'm going to be good. I just have to be able to, I need to be able to survive what's working. Like what, what the hardships are. If I can make it through those hardships, I'm going to be good. If you keep saying that to yourself, keep believing yourself. And honestly, too, if you just let yourself think on the opposite end of that, instead of thinking of the struggle, if you say, you know what? No, things are going to go well for me. Even when shit goes bad. That's what my acting coach told me. He believes wholeheartedly in his heart that no matter what, things are going well for him. When shit goes bad, he's like, no, this is I, I whatever this blocked me from was going to be worse for me than what's coming. And I literally in, in, in my house, I have a little I have a little board that says things go well for us, everyone in my house. And I look at that and I believe it every day. I look at it. and I don't believe it every day. I lie. I look at it and I tell myself every tell myself it every day. And some days I do believe it and some days I don't. 
but I tell myself every day. Damn. I tell myself every fucking day that things go well for us. Yeah. For me, Alyssa, and my little brother to live with me. Everybody, every day, things will go well for us. And you know what? Since I've been doing that, things have been going pretty fucking well. Dude, that's all the mind. Fucking hand drop. The most motivational shadow <laughs> in my fucking life over here. Yeah, like, fuck, I've watched plenty of YouTube videos. This motherfucker yeah, just fuck the it. rock. No. Dude, yeah, holy fuck, dude. I'm over here saying, like, God damn it. Yeah. It, really hey, I, I can't take that. That is my coach, Glenn Morshower. If you get, look, he is a fantastic actor. And I'm not even really big into TV, but watching him, I can watch anything he's in because he's truly just like, he's like a chameleon, man. He becomes anybody that he is chosen to play. Glenn Glenn Morshower. Oh, dude! By the way, plug wherever the fuck you want to plug, bro. Out, by the way, shout out Extra Mile with Glenn Morshower. Extra Mile Working Actors Workshop. Shout out the fam: Elissa, Stephen, Marcus, Cade, Walter, Ashton, Jess, Claire, all the homies. I don't have any like actual plugs, but look out for that Twitch stream. If you mm-hmm. if you look, if you're already on Twitch, I already have the account Hippo Ramen. I'm not posting yet. Hippo Ramen is just the tag for my PlayStation name. It was like a random thing. I think I'm going to change it. But for right now, it's Hippo Ramen. If it changes before y'all post it, I think I might actually change that shit Fuck now. Like Hippo Ramen. <laughs> hey, we'll go ahead and post it too, man. Yeah, but like that, that uh, the the Twitch stream is going to be Hippo Ramen. I'm going to be doing like two posts, uh, two streams a week, I think. Um, maybe even more, depending on at the start of the year, just with, with what's going on. Um, but I'm going to be doing two streams a week. But... Instagram as well, or all my socials at Ant Got. You can follow me there. All that shit. Well, follow after his fucking motivation. About follow him myself. Like, yeah. <laughs> Does he have motivational um, fucking stories? I, I don't have. I don't post, but I could. I could absolutely yeah. just talk about what what I've been learning. You know, absolutely. that's some good shit, man. I'm a, I'm pre- I'm prepping for a tournament, so I need to keep them in touch. That's why I bought this hoodie, because this is my mantra for this tournament: wolves among sheep's. Mm-hmm. You can either run from us or you can run with us. But I mean. Um, before we end this podcast, dude, I just want to say, I don't know if you remember this. Um, I, I want to talk about this, bring it up towards the end. But back in 2018, I was like always, I was like in this weird place mentally. And I remember I brought, uh, pulled you to the side. We were talking about some shit and you told me, I'll never forget that you said the comeback is always, you said the comeback is always stronger than the setback or something like that. And I, that's something I'll never forget because I was in a dark place and uh, you really, it helped me a lot. And I did come back. I did a tournament the next year. And I, I got second place. I got my blue belt. You recorded me. And a lot of shit, good, good things that came from that. So I really appreciate it. What that, I remember bro. telling you was the setback is just the setup for your comeback. Yeah. Some, yeah. The setup is, what's, is, what, is what is setting you up for your comeback. Think of it like a, sli- like a slingshot. All that, all, that, all that it was was when you were in that dark place is like there was something that you needed to learn that way. Whenever you come out of this place, you are stronger because... If you get hurt, you make a mistake, or or you or there's just a lot going on around you, and the only thing that you gain from that is like bad shit happened to me. Bad shit will just keep happening to you because there's there's a reason for things that happen. It's not just like oh shit, you know, yeah. I'm the ultimate victim. As much as 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 much as sometimes it does happen, that does happen. Like shit does happen to people yeah but it's what you learn while you're in that dark place that allows you to grow and build up to the point 
where you can come back, mm. where you can come back to your jujitsu tournament, where you can go back even further. I think even even for you, especially like your journey is still at the start. Right. Still at the start. I mean, Henry, like, because I, I, I mean, getting the chance to see you only periodically, especially mm-hmm. because of my my how limited my access was at the gym, like. I got to see like the steps across the time, like, and it's gonna be kind of cool now. Like, in this, where it's what twenty twenty, the end, of, almost near the end of the year. Right. Who knows what? Uh, I'm gonna be really excited to look back at this interview now, and then like in a year from now, when y'all are still going, and maybe you even bring me back, or if not, I'm just sitting here just looking and seeing what's going on. And I'm yeah. just sitting here like, okay, what are the, what what like what? Let's see what the growth is then, because I've already seen the growth in the jujitsu world already for you, and how you've already started to treat, and what how you've been able to use that to pull yourself out of the dark places that you were in before. Like I've seen how you've been able to utilize that differently, because I see it when you're training. I know, you, and it's it's weird. Like I'm like I said, I'm very like I don't know if I said it on on air, but when we talked about it off of it, like I'm very, very observant. Right. I, I sit there and I, I watch nearly everybody at the gym. I can't, mm-hmm. like I see what people get out of it. Yeah. Like the, 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 the true release, especially for you out of it. There's a couple of people I see that were just like freedom. Tony, bro, as little as he speaks to, to most people, like yeah. at, at, at the gym, whenever he's not like, oh, you know, working and stuff like that, like, bro, he is, he is, he is the most free on the mat I think I've ever seen whenever it's like time to touch gloves in the middle. Yeah. Right. And then the only thing his body, his brain is even designed to do is the most efficient way to put you to sleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's the best thing he loves it the best and and and, and uh his most favorite thing to do it, it's it's a very freeing thing yeah but like like i was saying like it for you especially like this is going to be something that that i think is going to be your comeback hasn't even hit yet yeah you've just been on the start of it i think it's going to come here in like a year or two maybe even later but i think it's going to be something that's glorious i think it's going to be something that's going to come back and hit you in a way that you weren't even expecting because i feel like you already feel like you hit it and it's still not even the true one i think this is just the first step towards it right truthfully Man, fuck. I'm weird taking compliments. I really appreciate that, bro. That means a lot. And likewise, dude, like for you, man, like the your mentality, you're already winning. With that mentality, you. you're winning, bro. Thank you. Nothing's going to stop you, only yourself. I mean, it's yeah. hard. I mean, literally, like a couple days ago, I was like breaking down in front of like my girlfriend and my best friend, Kate. Literally, guy I brought up on the on the stream uh, or on the podcast. He was saying, Kate, I was talking about both of them or talking to both of them. I was like, damn, you're breaking down because of fucking anxiety. I had no idea how to even understand it. It's a daily struggle, but that's the thing. Like all we every every day, all we do is learn how to cope and handle these things. Yeah. Every these, day we're in the ship. We yeah. learn a little bit more. Yeah. We learn a little bit more, and even if even the people that are that they get to handling it well, I don't even feel like I'm handling it well. I know you're like and you're saying like I I appreciate it like because I do feel like I've made a lot of moves to a point where I can handle it, but like. There's people that have that are that have done that have been in way worse spots that are way better than I am right now. And I'm right. sitting here talking like some sort of, you know, expert on this shit. Like they they've they've been to the dark, dark places. I've only kind of experienced it. And I know you've been to some of those dark, dark places yeah. from what you told me, you know? Like that that's just it's there's a whole different levels to the to the stuff. And I'm I, I'm very thankful I haven't had to experience those, but I am very 
you're very, I'm very aware that yeah that I didn't that I didn't have to experience those things and I'm very very sorry that you did have to yeah. genuinely like it's not I don't there's a lot of unfair things that happen to people and and it's not right but I'm very glad that that the relationships that we build with each other are enough usually to build us back up and the relationship that we build with ourselves yeah. especially once you start to build that healthy relationship with your inner core your inner self, that's when shit starts to re realign and really starts to put you in line with your vision of what you think your life should be and what you want for your life. Well, well goddamn, I feel like I just listened to an audiobook. <laughs> We're telling you, shit, like I said before, man, like, I, like how this dude has been talking to me and us, like how this dude's talking, like I'm just like, like holy shit, this dude fucking... It's it's so motivational, yeah, dude. It's it's, like really, it's relatable, man. It's Everyone needs to hear what you just said, and uh, especially all of us. I mean, me. I mean, you know, we've all been there, and, and I mean, you know, it's always. I feel like those dark times or whatever we do with create helps us shift our mentality because you're you say you do Buddhism and stuff like that, and I I'm very I love philosophy. I love reading. You know how to just read about these people how they deal with reality with life. And I feel like you have to change your perspective because you perspective. I don't know. I feel like you have to change your perspective to be able to be able to handle this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like you can it's very easy to get stuck in our habits, very easy to stuck in our ways. And let me clarify too, I don't I don't practice Buddhism. We very much just like ex we've just been like reading the books and kind of like You're explore studying, explore yeah. yeah, like more studying it, like yeah. realizing like like okay, what is what is Buddhism all about and stuff like that. But um it really is. It's just it's about like being willing to, you know, ex once once you're once you accept that maybe what you believe is wrong your world is kind of different yeah. and and i still haven't fully accepted that i'm still very very stubborn in some things like some things i'm like i'm, I'm fucking right you know like yeah, when it comes to video games that. and shit i get yeah. <laughs> you know like i get like yeah. no, 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 you know but like because you know i'm still human you know like we're all yeah. working towards that yeah. stuff but like the, as you start to open up your mind a little bit to be like, you know what, maybe how I was thinking wasn't right. Like, there's been a couple of times when, with art, like where I've been like rude to Elissa, where I've been very much out of character for me, and I've been like, oh shit, I thought it was something she did or something that like caused a response out of me, but it was just some sort of anxiety response of like, oh man, like my perception of the situation was what caused all this. Yeah. What I thought about myself in the situation was actually what I thought about all this. And it hurts a lot to be like, damn, I was responsible for this. Nothing outside of that, you know, was, was capable of this, but that, that acceptance, that, that accountability, not only is it necessary, it's freeing. Cause afterwards it's almost like, Okay, where do we go from here? Yeah. You take a big deep breath after. I usually do. It's like, okay, damn, that hurt. But yeah. like, well, now that I know it, you know, like, Accepting, now I can yeah. go. Now yeah. I know. Now I know at least what's happening. Because a lot of the times, it's it feels like there's. It's just like it hurts, and I don't know what's happening, and I feel bad. I don't really know why, and I feel like I should be better, but I don't know why. But you know, it's 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 always that whatever the emotion is, but I don't know why. But if you're willing to sit there for just, even if it's not long, cause I know it's hard to just be like, you know what? Maybe it's how I'm feeling. Like, what am I feeling right now? Like, how is my fucking day? 
Did I get did I get yelled at by my boss? Did I fuck up a bunch at work? Am I bringing that now to the house? Or was it something that morning? Like, did I wake up and have a fucking bad morning that is now spread? You know, like, yeah. being willing to, if you're willing to step back from yourself, and that's what I learned about from the Buddhism books and meditating, is if you can step outside of what you're fucking feeling for a second and acknowledge the whole situation. Oh, shit. The whole situation? <laughs> That's when you can really start to break down and realize, you know what? Okay, I can control this. I can get a handle of how I'm feeling, and it's not as bad as I think it is, and it's not as good as I think it is. Yeah. You can really look at things with a little sense of of clarity in that in that regard, without without overthinking, without shame, without judgment. Right. Of just like, you know what? This is how I feel right now. And it's not actually pertaining to what they're saying, you know. So I have to I have to act accordingly. Whether you know it's you know changing how my responses are, or even letting the person know. Like there's been times with me and Alyssa, especially, um, where we've had to just like table stuff. Like, hey, yo, um, I know if I, if I keep talking, like, it's gonna be bad. You yeah. know, like it's it's gonna be or it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be more. I'm not gonna say how I want to say it. And what what we normally do is just like I need a minute. Like, is usually what happens. Right. It's like we take a second, just like a breather, and then we talk about what it is. Because we don't, I don't want to hurt her, and she doesn't want to hurt me. But it's very easy to hurt somebody when you're on the defensive, when you're fucking hurt, when you're, you know, when your pride's been challenged, or your morals, or your beliefs. Whenever you're challenged, it's easy to fucking sit there and be like, uh, no, fuck you. Or, no, your point is wrong, you know? But whenever you're coming at it from a point of like, okay, hold on. I want to understand you clearly. I want to make sure I'm hearing what you're telling me clearly. And if it really is what I think what you're saying is, okay, then we can address it. But a lot of the times, like when we take something the wrong way, it's usually because of something that we're coming at that thing with, Mm. you know? Oh fuck, dude! Fuck. I, sorry, I'm not. Tight. Right. I feel like I'm no, rambling. I'm no, sorry. No, no, you're good, dude. You're Don't good. apologize, bro. But holy shit, dude! Like I'm about to go home and like fucking think about my fucking decisions and shit. Yeah. Like, holy fuck. Apologize to myself. It's, like, it's not overnight. Fuck. It's yeah. not overnight. It's. But I'm fucking. What? How old are you? How old are you, Henry? Twenty-two. How old are you? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. We're all the same age yeah. right now, and that doesn't mean that there's no difference in in where we are though. Like just because you you're 22, 23, and I'm twenty three, just because now you're like, oh wow, like you, you, you I'm I'm telling you something you didn't know. I was only told something by something I did. Like someone told me mm. something I didn't know. I just happened to run into them sooner. Yeah, that's all it was. That's the only difference in the journey. And now I'm here with you, and now you get to take it to word. somebody else. Yeah. That, there's, there's no there's, there's no there is no. There's no need to like look at it with like, oh fuck, like I can't believe I'm, I wasn't thinking like this before. Like, what am I gonna do now? There's no need to overthink it because that's what I that's what I started to do at first as well. Is like, fuck, like if these people are young, I was listening to cats that were younger than me saying some of the same things that I'm saying, and I was like, fuck, like if they're saying this stuff and they're younger than me, yeah. But it's really it's it's just they had access to it first. Yeah. A lot of a lot of a lot of the shit is surprisingly just about access. Some people that or better or smarter or whatever the fuck it is just had access to the shit before you did but that doesn't change where what where what your potential is versus theirs because just because they know something doesn't mean they know how to take it to the next level 
just because they know how to do a podcast doesn't mean they know how to do a podcast with a specific twist. Just because they can stream a video game doesn't mean they know how to stream a video game in a new way with a fucking, you know, acting thing. Like, there's not going to be very many streamers that are willing to do that because it's hard and I'm going to embarrass myself. I know I'm going to. I know by doing what I'm doing, when I pull something out of the bowl, there's going to be something I can't do. And it's going to suck ass. And I'm going to have to embarrass myself. But I know that by embarrassing myself, I'm actually going to get more people. I think people are going to actually like me more by me willing to put myself on the line, even though I'm going to get fucking made fun of. And that's only because I saw my coach talk to me about how he thinks he's the best fighter in the world, even though he knows that he's lost fights and people don't consider him that. But he knows he has no choice but to believe that because if he doesn't, he is going to lose every single fight he goes out there. Yeah. Because it does not fucking matter. At the end of the day, it does not fucking matter at all what anybody else thinks. If you believe in your fucking self enough and you're willing to work hard enough for your fucking dream, there is not a fucking goddamn thing on this planet you cannot accomplish. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Right that's there. a fucking We're wrap. Gonna, Jesus Christ, dude. Well, guys, it was an absolute... Well, Anthony, thank you for your time, man. We really appreciate you being on the fucking episode. Bro, thank you for having me on, bro. Dude, I'm was, glad I reached oh, out to you, Henry. Shit. I saw your post, and I was like, you know what? I want to talk to Henry. I'm going to talk to him in a fucking minute. I'm glad we fucking talked. Man, and Sebastian, I, yeah. I'm glad nice I Nice to meet you, man. You, man. Yeah. Like, this I'm dude already fucking... Like, I'm already like, dude, this guy is fucking... Ama- bro, dude, man, like, bro. Chill fucking dude, man. I'm Good fucking te- vibes. I almost teared up, bro. I, this goddamn truly got me fucked up, but... Uh, <laughs> hey man well i'm I'm really glad that we were able to link up and able to create this very uh awesome episode and uh i'm just happy i have i have a good teammate a good friend like you at my gym and being able to reach out and, and do shit like this Boy, man. Brother, i got your back it's, yes, it's, a, it's a beautiful thing but i really hope you guys enjoy this video yeah, I mean episode. I always say video. <laughs> God damn it, it's not a video. It's motherfucker. your YouTube days, bro. Hey, but it's same old, same old shit. Why I always tell y'all, y'all have a kick-ass weekend. Thank you again for y'all's time, and take care, guys. Awesome, peace. I right, pues. I'll catch y'all later. <laughs>